We now start the third parak of Maseches Kedushin. This is Parak Gimel Mishnah Aleph three one, and the topic of this Mishnah is scenarios in which you have essentially two people trying to marry the same woman in different scenarios. The first is Haomer lechavero. A person says to his friend, "Say vekadesh li isha flonis." He, we'll call him Reuven, tells his friend Shimon to go act as his agent and give a ring that Reuven provides Shimon to some girl. We'll call her Rachel. So now, Vahalach, Shimon goes, he finds Rachel, Vikidchalaatmo, and he marries her himself, meaning Shimon gives his own ring or his own Shavapruta, doesn't matter what, to uh, Rachel. Instead of delivering the ring he was supposed to deliver for Reuven. So the Mishnah says Mukudeshis even though he acted reprehensibly, the Gemara emphasizes that he, this is an act of Ramaos, he's a Ramai, a trickster. Uh, nevertheless, uh, the rabbis didn't penalize him, so at the point that, although they censure him and say he's a bad guy, uh, the marriage is binding. So therefore, Rachel is married to Shimon, not to, not to Reuven, the one who originally instructed it. And uh, the Gemara points out that since the extra word in the Mishnah is Vahalach, um, he went. That's how we see that he went in a way of, of trickery because it could have said without the word Vahalach. It could have read Haomer lechaver tsei vekadesh leisha plonis vekichlaatzmo. It doesn't say just he married he vekichlaatzmo. He married her himself. It says Vahalach. He went. Where did he go? He went in the way of Ramaus of trickery. Uh, similarly, says the Gemara, the Mishnah could have said Haomer leshlucho when appoints his agent. He doesn't. Instead, the Mishnah says. He said to his friend, so that means even if he said to his friend, if you ever come across good old Rachel, please, you know, marry her on my behalf, give her this ring or give her whatever, then uh, even so, so he wasn't acting explicitly as like as an agent for Reuven. Still, if Shimon knows that his friend Reuven wants to marry her and then he marries her instead, he is considered to be uh, a, a Ramai, a tricker, a trickster, a bad guy, uh, but the marriage is binding. V'chein, now, Similarly, Haomala Isha, if a person says to a woman, meaning so Reuven says to Rachel, for argument's sake, Hariat Mukudeshali, he gives her the ring and he says, With his ring you're married to me, La Achar Shaloshim Yom. But the although the action, the Masakin and the taking of the ring is happening now, the marriage itself, the transaction of Isha's of becoming my wife, should not kick in for thirty days from now. And that can work, as we said already repeatedly in the Masahta. This is a Kenyan, a transaction that happens subject to whatever terms and conditions the parties to the transaction agree to. And since they're agreeing to this thing happening only in 30 days, so even though the action is happening, I'll call it first, um, the, of the taking the ring, the effect of the bonding them in marriage happens only after 30 days. So now, within those 30 days, um, if uva acher v'kidsha, while Good old Rachel is waiting for the thirty days to pass, so she can call herself now Reuven's wife. Um, she's wearing Reuven's ring, which is not Reuven's wife yet. Comes Shimon, and Shimon gives her another ring, and Shimon attempts to to marry her. But within those thirty days, besoch shloshim, those thirty days, mukudeshes l'sheni, she is married to the second person to Shimon, even though she's sort of already wearing Reuven's ring, so to speak. It doesn't matter. The marriage didn't kick in until thirty days. By the time the thirty days are here, Shimon has given her his own ring. She accepted it, so she became married fully. To Shimon, Shimon could even take her in the suin. She could move in with him, and they could live as husband and wife. Um, that's all fine, one hundred percent. And when the thirty days come around, 
so even though she accepted the ring, but the ring won't now effect a marriage because once she's an Aishas Is already, she's already married fully to Shimon, so now she can't be married to Reuben as well, of course, therefore she's just married to Shimon and only Shimon. Now, furthermore, Bas Yisrael Lekohen, if, so now, there's a Girsa issue, there's two different versions of this mission. The mission we have in front of us says, Bas Yisrael Lekohen, if the girl we're talking about here, Rachel, got married to Shimon, the second person, and he was a Kohen, Tochel Betruma, as soon as he gives the ring, and they're married, she's allowed to eat Truma, we'll ignore any rabbinic overlays on that, but the point is she's considered to be uh, Shimon's wife through and through, meaning there's no suffix, no doubt that she's also attached to Reuven in some way, so she, in a proof of that, like a sort of a, a symptom of that, that evidence says she's fully and unquestionably married to uh, Shimon is she could eat Truma now, even if she hadn't come from a Kohen family, and only really Kohanim can eat uh, Truma. There's a separate rule which says that a Kohen who marries a woman, um, so whoever, um, there's a Kinyan with the Kohen, for example, through Ishus, through marriage of his wife, so she too can eat his Truma. So the point is here that they're fully married without any hesitation, meaning that uh, if Shimon was a Kohen, so his wife could, Rachel could now eat Truma without worrying about the fact that she's wearing still Reuben's ring, so to speak, and that kind of idea. And it seems the Bartonor had a totally different girsa. His girsa was Bas Kohen the Yisrael. Um, if we had a girl whose father was a Kohen and now she is um, getting married to a Yisrael. So the, and the case is, according to the Bartonor, of this line of our Mishnah, we're going back to the situation without someone getting in the middle of it. We're just saying that if um, Reuben, who is not a Kohen, gave a ring to Rachel, whose father is a Kohen, and he says this marriage will kick in in 30 days. So for the next 30 days, she could still comport herself, conduct herself as if she is the daughter and living in the house and home exclusively of her father, the Kohen, meaning she can still eat Truma, even though she's wearing Reuven's ring. Since the marriage is not kicking in for 30 days, it doesn't change the fact that she's now left her father's Rishus because she hasn't, so she can still eat Truma. That's the version of the Bartanura. Now, further, says the Mishnah, if Reuven gives a ring to Rachel, and he says, from now, and after 30 days. So now that is an ambiguous sentence. It really can mean numerous things. The, the Amorayim get different understandings of exactly what he means. All of them are different interpretations whereby it's ambiguous. We can't determine if the marriage is kicking in now from the taking of the ring, or if it's kicking in 30 days. So maybe... Um, one shot is that there's two possibilities. Maybe he meant it conditional that he has 30 days to change his mind, um, or maybe he meant uh, to change when he said that, which would mean that they're made from now because he didn't change his mind, or maybe he meant you know I changed my mind on the spot. He says married from now. No, actually in 30 days. So therefore that means they wouldn't be married from now. And so when there are different approaches, um, three-way machlokas, Rav Shmuel and Rabbi Yochanan, whatever it is, the point is we don't know if she's married or not, and therefore says the Mishnah. If during that 30-day window where we're not clear if she's married or not, comes Shimon and also gives her a ring, so then, in the 30 days, she's married and she's not married, meaning it's a suffix. We just don't know to whom she's married. Was this marriage to Shimon, the second guy of binding? Because if she was married to Reuven already from the beginnings, and of course she's not married to Shimon. But if the marriage hadn't kicked in for 30 days, and we're in the middle of 30 days, we said before, if Shimon 
um, cuts in front of the line and gives her a ring before 30 days are here. She's going to be married to Shimon, not to the first husband, Reuven. And therefore, we're not sure what she is. We're not sure to whom she's married. And therefore, the din will be she will need to get a get from both Reuven and Shimon because she's a Suffolk married to each. She can live with neither. She has to get a get from both. It says the Mishnah, finally, Bas Yisrael la Kohen, O Bas Kohen la Yisrael. Now, here it doesn't really matter if um, this girl started out being from a Kohen family, now she's marrying a Yisrael, or vice versa, she started out being a Yisrael and marrying a Kohen. The point is, since we don't know if she's married or not, she's in like a halachic no-man's land, and therefore we have to be straight both ways and not let her eat truma, regardless of, of who her father is and who her future husband is. We're not sure if she's married or not. And therefore, Bas Yisrael a Kohen, or Bas Kohen the Yisrael, either direction, Lo Sochal Betruma, she no longer can eat Truma till she clears things up. Once she gets divorced um, from both of these guys, she goes back to her father's house. Then, of course, if her father's a Kohen, so then once again she could eat Truma.